Sachim Dav Chavbeis, today's first email comes from Avi Sherman. He sent in a picture of him and two other members of the Shir, Rabbi Yisrael Goldstein and Rabbi Kessler. Another email from Jonathan Stern from London. He says he's a retired Menachar, and the Gidanosh is not a sinew, rather it's the sciatic nerve. Retired Menachar, Jonathan Stern from London, UK. Yishur Kayach. Says the Gemara, according to Rabbi Yudah, how do we know that when the Torah says that you shouldn't eat food, it also means you shouldn't benefit from the food? Says the Gemara, we learn it from Trefa. Says you shouldn't eat Trefa, yet you're allowed to give it to the dog, like Kelef, that you're allowed to benefit from it. Meaning, only in the case of Trefa, but anywhere else in the Torah would be Asr Bana. According to a mayor who doesn't learn from Trefa, he learns from Nevela. What does he do with the word Oisai that Rabbi Yudah is learning from? He learns that if you bring Chulun into the Hazara, in other words, you bring an animal, to Shechem Nazar, but it's not for a carbon, just for your own benefit. It's Asr Bahana Midairaisa because of the word Aisai. According to Rebuda, it's not Asr Midairaisa, therefore, you don't need a word to be Marbet. The Torah says it's Asr to eat the Giranasha, the sciatic nerve. And it says, Lo Yoichlu. That should include also Israhana, according to Rebavo. Yet, you're allowed to benefit from it. You're allowed to give a guy a piece of meat that includes the Giranasha, and you're going to benefit from it as long. And the Gemara says, We're not concerned that. The guy will turn around and sell it to a Jew, and the Jew will think that it's mutter to eat because he saw you giving it to the guy. Because it's nicker makayma, you could see, you could tell that the gidanosh is still there. Says the Gemara, that's because the gidanosh is included in the veil. Just like in the veil, you're allowed to benefit from, so too the gidanosh and chaylev. But according to Reb Shimon, that says, the gidanosh doesn't have flavor at all, so it's not meat. So how could it be considered a nevela? It's not considered part of the nevela. Nevela means meat. Therefore, according to Rabbi Shimon, you're right. Giranasha is Asr Bahana. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that says, Yesh Giranasha does have flavor. He says, it is Mutabana, like an Avela. And it comes out that according to Rabbi Yehuda, if you eat a Giranasha of a Behemoth Tmeya, you'd be over on two lavim. One for Behemoth Tmeya, and one for Giranasha. But according to Rabbi Shimon, you're not over any Isr. It's like eating the horn of an unkosher animal. It doesn't have flavor, it's not considered meat, so therefore you're not over on anything. The Torah says, by dam, blood, that should include Israhana. Yet, we know that the blood of the Chathas Apnimi, together with the blood of the Chathas Hachitsayni, the two Chathas, they mix up, they go into the Amma, the drainage pipe, and later on it's sold as fertilizer. So you see, you could benefit from the blood. It says the Gemara, that's because there's a hekesh to water. It says, just like water you can benefit from, so too blood. Don't say we're dealing with the waters that are usher to benefit from, such as the water that you pour in the Mizbeach and Sukkot, or water that was poured in front of Avedah Zara, those are not Shvicha, those are Nesicha. According to Chizkiah, you don't need a Hekesh from water to dam. By him, anyway, there's no Isra Hana, because it doesn't say Lo Yeyacha, it says a different Lashen. So therefore, why do I need a Hekesh from water to dam? To teach us that the blood of Kachim in the, in the Beis HaMikdash is not Roy to make food you need one of the seven liquids one of the seven liquids is blood not the blood of the Beis HaMikdash we're going through the whole list a tremendous long list of Yisurei Achila a limb from a live animal the Torah also says that should be according to Rebbe Hana. and the only reason why you can't give Menachai to a Benayach is because of the Iver but not because you're not allowed to have an awe. It seems like you're allowed to have an awe from it. And the Gemara says, you're right, you're allowed to have an awe from Eber Menachai. Why? Because it's a hekish from Eber Menachai to blood. And blood, we said already, is mutter bahana. According to Chizkiah, that you don't need a hekish because it doesn't say lo yachel. He's going to take this hekish and teach us 
that dam hakaza, when you let blood from an animal, and there's different stages, but the blood that the neshamat leva, that that if the animal loses its blood, it will die, it's also to drink just like Eber Menachai. Sharan an axe that killed a human being, it was condemned to death, you're not allowed to benefit from it. Or maybe yes, the Torah says, Yoichel. Now this, even according to Chizkiah, should mean Isr Hana. Now, the question is, why did the Torah say don't eat it? It's an Avela. It was stoned to death. Of course you can't eat it. So the Gemara says, because he shechted it after it was condemned to death, after its sentence. And it's telling us that it's also even in Hana. And the fact that the Torah says, Ubal Hashar Naki, which would seem like perhaps there's a Heter Hana, is to teach us that there's a Isser to benefit from the hide of the Sharon Iskal. I think the whole Isser is Bisarai, it's meat, but not its hide. Kamashwal and also its hide. Now, the Zamanaman that says the word Naki doesn't teach us hide. The word Naki tells us that we know that an animal that gores three times becomes a Muad. Before that, he's a Tam, and he only has to pay half of the damages. If an animal that gored three times kills a human being, he has to pay something called Kaifer. So I would think that if an animal is a Tam, he should pay 50% of the Kaifer. And Naki tells us he doesn't pay anything at all. Another Allah is, if a human being punches, tries to punch somebody by mistake, punches a woman and she loses her pregnancy, he has to pay the Mei Vladis, whatever the baby's worth. Yet, an ox that makes a woman lose her pregnancy, you don't have to pay anything at all from the word Naki. So how does he know that you cannot benefit from the hides? Umar says, because it says, Esbisari, Hatafel, what is extra and above and beyond the meat, Meaning the hide is awesome. And the Tanakhama doesn't darshan the word S. As the famous Gemara, Shimon Amsuni, he had drushes on every single S that the Torah says. S the rabbis, what does it come to, to add? Until he came to the Pasuk, S Hashem Alikecha Tira, how could you add Takadish Barhu? So he retracted all his drushes and his Talmudin said, Rebbe, what's going to be with all the drushes you said? And he said, just like you get schar on making a drusha, on saying a drusha, you get schar. From retracting, from not saying the wrong thing, until Rabbi Kiva came and said, "It's Hashem Lekechatira." The Rabbi's Tamid Chachamim comes to include that you should have special fear and respect for Tamid Chachamim. By Arla, it says Lo Yoichel. So according to everyone, Chizki and Rebbe it should mean Isser Hana. And the Torah says, "Varaltim Arlosi Arelim," to teach us three things: you cannot benefit from its paint; you shouldn't paint with it; you shouldn't light a candle; you shouldn't have any other from it. The Torah says, "Lochem." I would think that it belongs to you. You could, do, you could benefit from it. So then what does the Lochem come to tell us? If you can't benefit anything at all, so what, why is it for you? So according to the Tanakhama, that even a tree that was planted for the public, there's Isser Arla. But according to Rabbi Huda, there's no Isser Arla. Why? Because Unatata means you plant it for you, for the individual, and for the public. Lochem means for everybody, even the public. So you have a Ribuy, and then another Ribuy. In Ribuy, Acha Ribuy, Elolemayit, and it comes to exclude a tree planted for the rabbin, that there's no arla on such a tree. Have a wonderful day.